What up, wolves? This is Don Chenz, and you are listening to the first episode of the Wolf Mentality Podcast. I said it slow that time. Hopefully people understand what I'm saying, because when I made my really corny uh, food videos, people don't understand what I'm saying. My friend Brent thought I was saying, what up, bulls? Bulls has nothing to do with wolves. It makes no sense. Why would I say bulls? And on top of that, my own mother didn't even know what I was saying. So hopefully people understand now. So I'm calling these, I'm using air quotes, nobody can see, but I'm using them. Thursday therapy sessions, I think. Thursday therapy? Thursday therapy? No, Thursday therapy sessions too long. Thursday therapy. We're just going to go with that. Because, so the original plan was, I'm probably, I'm recording this before I had everything done, but I'm probably going to post this along with two uh, interviews, and then this episode. Um, But normally, it's going to be one interview episode on Tuesday, and then one of Just Me on Thursday. My original plan was to be interview Tuesday, and then me and another person have a co-host on Thursday, get a little back and forth, some conversation, Um, but nobody wanted to do it with me. Everyone said, no, I don't want to. It's either they're scared to put themselves out there, they don't want to commit, they don't love me, I don't know. But nobody wanted to do it, and I decided I wasn't going to let that stop me, so I'm just going to talk to myself. I'm literally staring at a white wall with nothing on it in my apartment by myself talking to nobody. But if that's what I got to do. It's what I got to do. So, And since I'm by myself and I have a tendency to complain all the time, I just have a feeling that a lot of this is going to lead to me just bitching about stuff, saying this is dumb, that's dumb, and just like whatever. And it's just going to be like a big therapy session. So you guys are going to be my therapists, and Thursdays are going to be my therapy sessions. Now, I ha- I made some itinerary stuff, and I have, I'm have i going to try to not be super negative, but we all have a tendency to do so, me more than others. So that's probably how it's going to go oftentimes. So I feel like that fits. Um, But... If you're listening, thank you. I very much appreciate it because I'm sure you don't have to. And you're probably just doing it because you know me and you want to be a good friend. And if you are, thanks. Uh, so this I'm going to probably, I'll just do a little breakdown of everything I've been trying to do up until this point. Just explain the podcast a little bit in more detail so people kind of get it. And then I'll just kind of go into whatever, you know, typical stuff I would plan on normally talking about, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. But I'll do a quick little, I guess, a recap of my quote, again, air quotes, my company, which is just me, Lone Wolf Fitness. Um, So the reason I did Lone Wolf Fitness, I started a year ago, and I did it because I've been having a quarter life crisis that's been lasting several years. Uh, always wanted to start my own business, be my own boss, be an entrepreneur. My roommate, Kevin and I in college, we would sit in his room um, and we would just, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to work for somebody else. You know, I don't want to be a corporate slave, blah, blah, blah. And we just complain and then we try to think of business ideas and we just do that probably four to five times a week. 
Uh, and that's actually part of how I came up with the name because we would be sitting there and we would be like, oh, I don't, instead of, we say corporate slaves or I don't want to be a corporate sheep. You know, I want to be a sheep and just do what someone else says and just follow someone else. I want to be, I want to be a wolf. I want to follow my own path and do my own thing and blah, blah, blah. So the wolf stuff partially came from that. And the wolf also, people know me, know I'm obsessed with Tyler, the creator. When he first started getting big without future, the thing was odd future wolf gang. Kill them all. Ugh. And then Scott obviously the wolf stuff, and I'm a huge fanboy. So I got it from that as well. Um, so that's kind of where the lone wolf thing came from. Um, but yeah, so just having a quarter life crisis. Uh, hopefully, my uh, people at work, like my directors, are listening to this. Um, great guy, but you know, always wanted to do my own thing. And then I was kind of panicking, I was always thinking of ideas. What about this? What about that? Naturally, you always start with apps. What about this app? What about that app? Even though it's like you have no clue how to make an app and you have the money to make an app, so it's a waste of time to think about an app. Start, stop thinking of apps. Uh, so couldn't think of anything. I was trying to come up with business ideas, some good, some bad, some I, even one thing. A couple of my friends and I, we kind of looked into it, and it's, for a few months, we seemed like something was going to happen, and then just I don't know for whatever reason decided we didn't want to do it, and just didn't do it. And eventually, I just got so antsy. I just said, you know what, like, screw it. I'm just going to try something because I'm just sitting here doing absolutely nothing and thinking of random ideas is getting me nowhere. I need to start trying something, make some progress and just see where it goes. You know, it's better to take action. So I try to think about, hey, what can I do that I might that I probably enjoy that I'm good at? I thought and I said, wait, I have no skills which is always very helpful when you want to start a business. The only things I just realized I liked and was also good at was being a huge meathead, and I liked music. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to do something fitness-related, and I'm just going to embrace my inner uh, meathead guido, and I'm just going to try it, just see what happens. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, I'm going to try. So I wanted to do that, but I didn't study anything fitness related in college. I mean, I had some knowledge just from my own research and from, you know, sport, being an athlete and, you know, becoming a then a, meat, a meathead and wanting to learn whatever. I said, all right, I need something to give me some kind of credibility. So I decided I was going to get my personal trainer certification. So as soon as I made that decision, I said, all right, I'm going to, you have to get CPR certified. I got CPR certified however much money it was, whatever. And then as soon as I finished, that was like December of 2017. And then as soon as I finished that, I came home and I paid however many hundreds of dollars it was for the personal trainer certification. And once I did that, I was like, all right, well, I guess I just got to do it now. I already paid the money. And that was pretty much my strategy for everything. Just pay the money until I felt like I was locked in, had to do it. So then I studied Kind of got a little lazy in the middle, but eventually just took the test. It wasn't hard. Passed it April last year. And then as soon as I did that, came home and paid all the money to make an LLC. So I was just locked in. All right, I'm going to try this because I just spent thousands of dollars. And then people know like I got the clothes and I spent you know a few thousand dollars making uh, apparel. It's just whatever. Just figured, hey, if I put the money into it, I'll force my own hand and making me actually take action, which I don't know if that's the best strategy, but it's a strategy that at least got me moving in some direction because before I was just sitting there trying to think of stupid ass ideas that were never going to come to fruition. 
I have to learn one quick thing. So I know I have to learn. I breathe. I have a deviated septum, a really bad one. And when I breathe, like it's so loud and I stand and I like right in front of the mic. So like in other interviews, I'm trying to edit out my breathing when other people are talking because it's so loud. So I got to learn to, to lean back. I got to breathe this far. So people don't hear my gross ass breathing out of one nostril because the other one just does not work at all. Anyway, um, I don't remember where I was. So I got the certification. I did the form the LLC. I had apparel made and then I was just kind of like, okay, well, I guess I got to start putting stuff on Instagram, which I did not like because I always said that's corny and I always said I wouldn't do it. But then I just decided, hey, I'm just going to be a corny meathead Instagram dude. So then I just started posting fitness stuff just because I had to. And then I was always self-conscious about it. Eventually got used to it. And I've just been trying other random shit. I tried making you know, shitty food videos that I guess there were some funny parts. But for the most part, I thought they were pretty bad. I don't think other people really liked them that much. Some people claim they did. But I think they're lying and trying to be nice. And then... You know, I had the workouts. I was doing online training, so I was, you know, giving people customizable workout plans. Uh, did that for a while. It was relatively, I was working pretty well, but pretty much came to the realization people don't. A lot of people, their issue is just that they don't hold themselves accountable. And doing the way I was doing it, I can't hold them accountable. So they would just be like, "Oh, how's it going? Oh, I didn't do it last week." And then they would just not want to keep paying because they were just being lazy. And the people who did do it had great results, but a lot of people wouldn't do it, and it just wasn't. I was, I felt people would be doing it month after month and people were stopping after, you know, two months max because they just realized, Hey, why am I paying when I'm too much of a lazy ass to even get to the gym, which makes sense. But so, and I think I'm doing, I'm recording this before it's for sale, but I think it should be for sale. So I'm just going to say it now, by the time I post this, uh, I'm so then because the workout programs or the customized workout programs I was making for people wasn't a going the way I expected. I decided I was going to start making eBooks. I just make my own workout programs, put it up for sale. You pay to download the PDF and then you do with it what you want. And then I don't got to spend all the time making a customized version for each person because I would actually put time into it. And it gets pretty frustrating. You put in all that time and people aren't doing it. So Wolf Season 1.0 is now for sale on my website, www.lonewolffit.com. Lonewolffit.com. I have to buy Lone Wolf Fitness from some other guy, in freaking Georgia who has the URL but hasn't used it since like 2008 and I hit this guy up all the time and he won't answer I'm trying to pay him literally a thousand dollars for his stupid URL so it's lonewolffit.com get to it on my Instagram page link in my bio much easier but I made wolf season 1.0 which sorry ladies it's a pretty much a muscle building program for dudes unless uh, any ladies are trying to get swole it's a week muscle building program it's got uh, training information about like rest time, tempo, the whole program, what you're supposed to be doing, etc. Random little tips and nuggets here and there. Got some nutrition information, how to properly figure out, you know, how much you should be eating, how much you should reduce or increase calories and mat your macros to cut or to put on muscle. And then I also made a separate uh, supplement guide, which just kind of breaks down like tricks of the supplement industry, how they're all trying to scam you and a lot of stuff people buy sucks, why the fish oil you're having sucks, why you're overpaying for certain things when they're not really putting in it what they're saying, et cetera, et cetera. I was going to include that in the workout program, realized I had a lot to say, so I wrote a lot for that, made it separate. 
Uh, they're both for sale on my website. Get it through the link in my bio. And if you get both together, uh, you get a discount. So get both. Support your boy. Help him out. Need more wolves out there. Um, that was a tangent. Which is going to happen the whole time because I'm talking to nobody. So I guess the only other thing is... It's like in addition to me saying the lone wolf thing was like just because the title of the creator and because we said we wanted to be our own bosses and be a wolf and do our own thing. One other thing that I guess I wanted to clarify, even though I knew this was going to happen, I figured people would be like, oh, you are, so you're doing this by yourself. So you are the lone wolf, right? It's like, yeah, I guess, but like the whole thing isn't supposed to be physically being alone because that'd be a pretty terrible marketing strategy. Hey, get super swole but do it totally by yourself and just isolate yourself from everybody in your life and have no friends but get really swole not the best marketing strategy so you can be a lone wolf it doesn't mean physically alone it's more of a metaphor um to mean you know you can have a collective of lone wolves it's people pretty much on their own path you don't follow the crowd you don't do things just because you feel like you have to um and i feel like i mean i still am and I always and I have been doing that I feel like other people feel like that you know I went to college and I didn't know what I wanted to do I was all and I went to a stupid liberal arts school that they don't even have a business program and I was like oh business and finance they make money so I'll just do that and this is just nothing I did uh, economics so, oh I'll just do economics because people in finance make money even though I and I hated it I didn't like it but that's and then but that's what my parents made me feel like I had to do as I feel like that's where the money was so I was, okay I'll just do that and I just got a job and, you know, it's fine like the people I work with, but it's not necessarily my, you know, something I'm passionate about. I feel like a lot of people do that, do things I'm passionate about. They don't care and they just live for the weekends. You just sleepwalk through your Monday through Friday, go to your job, you hate it. And then you head home on the weekends. You're like, I'm just going to get hammered and just spend all your money drinking and just repeat that all over again. And personally, I don't want to live for the weekends. I want to enjoy all seven days of the week. Um, so I think people who are lone wolves, it's just, they have goals and they go out for them. A lot of people, whatever their goals are, whatever things like, Oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. And they just make, come up with every reason and every excuse why they can't do it, why they shouldn't do it, why they can't afford to take the risk, whatever it is. Um, you know, it's just, you could, again, you could be a group of lone wolves, which is everyone's pushing each other to do everything they want to do. You know, I have a lot of friends who are doing cool things. Some people are athletes. Some people have their own companies. Uh, some people are trying to become musical artists or whatever, you know. My friend Tyler, he's just doing all these crazy uh, road across the Arctic Ocean. He ran like 50 marathons in the Sahara every like six days straight. You know, it's just you, everyone has their own path, but you're all people are supporting each other and working hard, trying to achieve their own things. You try to figure out how you want to make it work, whether it's your actual job or it doesn't have to be your job. It could be stuff you do outside of work. I mean, and it, if it has to do with work, you don't have to, doesn't have to mean you have to be an entrepreneur. You know, I have friends who, you know, they want to climb up the corporate ladder, but they're not just going to passively go through it and accept whatever is given to them and just whatever their boss says. They, you know, they're taking all these tests for certifications and studying and working hard and taking like these classes to switch careers. I have a friend that's just took a long ass class to learn how to do all this coding language stuff so he could switch careers and get a better job. Like just take control of your shit. 
don't just be a passive, you know, like bitch to somebody else and just be like, whatever they tell me to do, I'll do it. And whatever they tell me I'm getting paid, I'll take it. And then whenever they tell me I'm getting promoted, I'll do that. You know, just take control, figure out what you want to do and go after it. And I feel like that's what a lone wolf is. All right. Enough corny stuff. I think for now. Um, I guess quick rundown of just what I expect for the podcast. So like I said, I'm dropping three episodes all at once right now because that's what everyone online said to do. So I'm in this on the internet must be true. So it's typically after this week, it's going to be Tuesdays interview Thursdays, this me talking to you. And the interviews, this is not a, not in all caps, a fitness podcast. Nobody wants to listen to that. Nobody really cares. I don't know enough to talk about fitness stuff, even though, yes, I'm certified, but it doesn't mean I'm qualified to talk about any kind of PhD shit. Leave that to those people. So it's not going to be fitness focused. Maybe I'll have a fitness person on at some point, but it's not going to be fitness focused. I guess the interviews are going to be like motivational type stuff. So I'm trying to find people who, you know, are successful in what they're doing, doing something, you know, outside of the norm, typical nine to five stuff, pursuing their dreams, just try to get a sense of, you know, what their struggles are, what type of adversity they face, how they overcame that or how they're still trying to overcome that. It's just, I feel like without doing corny, like Tony Robbins or Gary Vee, even though I don't necessarily dislike those guys, but you know, that kind of stuff like, Oh, like you can do this, you can do that stuff's kind of corny. So I feel like if you just interview inspiring people and just talk to them and see how they're facing challenges, like you might learn something, a strategy that helped them that you can implement or, you know, whatever, just see how they handled it and how, you know, pushing through the adversity led them to the success they've had or they're heading towards where they, you know, want to ultimately be. And I also think it's cool because a lot of places you see interviews, you're seeing interviews of people who you're at the pinnacle of whatever they do, and they kind of lose that sense of what the struggle was, you know, what it took to get them there. So even if they talk about before, oh, you know, I didn't have anything, you know, I I slept on the floor like I did this, but you kind of say it passively because you don't actually feel that emotion. But somebody who's still like they haven't, you know, fully made it yet, when they are explaining it, they're explaining it present. This is what I'm presently dealing with. Or this is what I dealt with, you know, very recently in the very recent past. Um, so I feel like you kind of get a better sense for what those people are going through. Um, and then one more thing I want to shout out Lucas Janos. I think I, I've never, he's never said his last name to me, so I think I'm saying it right. But Lucas Janos, he, uh, you know, helped me make the make the ebooks look pretty. He helped make the logo for the podcast, and uh, he's a legend. So I told him I'd start shouting him out and everything because he's helped me a lot. And if you need any type of graphic design work, logos, anything like that, hit him up. Great to work with. Nice guy. Does a great job. All right, so let's get into some of the more normal stuff I plan on talking about. So that was a little under twenty minutes of me ranting about. Company, podcast, etc. Hopefully you understand it. Hopefully I think I said everything. Oh, buy the buy the apparel too. I forgot to say that. I'm literally staring. I'm facing them right now, so I'm literally looking at them. I have these two giant ass boxes in front of my couch. Taking, I don't have a big living room, 
So it's really inconvenient to have these two giant boxes there. Sold a good amount, but I still have a good amount left. Maybe I bought a little too much, but support the cause. Buy some stuff. LoneWolfFit.com. Link in my bio on my Instagram. But seriously, get rid of it. And plus, I mean, I don't really care about, like, I'm not trying, I don't think I'm going to get rich off of selling some t-shirts and hats, but, you know, it's pretty basic stuff. I have cool ideas for things I can make in the future, but I want to at least recoup what I put into it so I can feel comfortable putting money to something else. So it would help me a lot if you supported the cause. All right, so I guess let's talk about, oh, the other thing it is so this is the this is the best part of the whole podcast thing so my whole my whole the wolf shit is all just like anti-conformity right like just don't do typical nine to five you know don't follow the crowd be your own person follow your dreams like don't conform to society and then what do i do go do the most trendy mainstream thing i could do right now that it's a joke that everybody has their own podcast i start my own podcast so pretty ironic that I'm anti-conformity and I'm conforming to the times and doing a podcast like everybody else. So I just thought that was funny. I don't know if anybody else picked up on that. All right. So uh, I posted, I got Matt's interview. I posted this time. And then LaVon's interview as well. Journey. I know him as LaVon, but Journey. Um, so what I plan on doing on Thursday episodes, I'll just like kind of discuss the two different interviews and, you know, what my thoughts and takeaways are just whatever you know whatever thoughts I have on them just like quick uh, I won't go too long on them but Matt I was friends with him for a long time um, he's always been a great athlete he's always been freakishly huge and bigger than everybody um, so you know growing up one of the better athletes but once you go up levels of you know quality of play obviously it gets harder but dudes worked his ass off and like I said, at the end of the, well, maybe you should listen to that first if you, if you haven't listened to that yet. But um, I said at the end of it, how, you know, he had, after we did the interview, he signed his new contract, which he absolutely deserves. And I'm very happy for him because, you know, he worked hard for it and went through a lot of, you know, injuries and different things to get to that point And a lot of people doubting him. Um But it's just like, it's just awesome. And like my biggest takeaway, what, what I said in it as well, which I never told him until we actually did that interview was how, you know, a lot, I said a lot of people doubt you, a lot of people doubt him. Like I was literally one of those people that I just, it wasn't a negative, oh, like no way, like Matt's not going to do it. It's not like I didn't want him to do it. I wanted him to, you know, be an all pro. But I think it's probably because of my own like, I feel like I couldn't do it. So you kind of just project how you feel about yourself on other people. You know, I always played football and I was like, oh, like, you know, he will, I would have expected him to do more in high school. Like, and you start to nitpick all the things that you've seen. Oh, well, he didn't, I don't know if he did this well enough. I don't know if he'll do this well enough at the next level, blah, blah, blah. Like people always find reasons for why someone can't do something or why they themselves can't do something. And even, and I think that's something you know, like not everyone's going to, people will support you like, oh yeah, I hope you do well, but not everyone's going to believe in you. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Like, I think I kind of think about that too. Like I, I said, I started doing those terrible videos and 
I remember when in the beginning when I started doing them, I got kind of butthurt that I felt like my, you know, people I was friends with, like they wouldn't even watch it. And I would always kind of, you know, I get all bad of shape and oh, like, there's my friends. Like I kind of thought they would, or the apparel, you know, I thought people would buy it. So I was kind of like, oh, you know, I went into that assuming, well, I know I'll sell X amount because, you know, these people are my friends. They said they'll buy it. You know, like they'll just do, I'm their friend. They'll support me. And then for the most part they did, but that wasn't the case across the board. And I got kind of like, I taken that personally. But when you think about Matt's situation, it kind of makes me realize that it's not like a deliberate, I mean, it might be, some people might just be like, oh, like, you know, screw that person. They're not going to, you know, oh, fuck them. They're not going to make it anyway. Like, oh, and they just kind of like shit on you for whatever, which like, you know, it definitely happens, even people who are your friends. But, you know, some people might just not see what you see, might not for, you know, whatever reason, like I said, they nitpick every reason why it won't work out for you. And a lot of that's probably just them projecting their own insecurity is why they think it won't it wouldn't work out for them and you can't necessarily take that personally you know you just gotta stay focused believe in yourself and just keep working towards it and then you know people will come the results will speak for themselves you know if you're doing it, it doesn't matter what other people think or say like the reality is reality so you know, he just like Matt just kept his head down and just kept working hard. I read a scouting report going into the draft that people, you know, say, oh, he doesn't do this well, he doesn't do that well. Like people are always, no matter what, the whole time going to say why, every reason why you can't do it, every reason why you suck. Um, or they're just not going to go out of their way to support you and you got to go show them why they should or just go, you know, get the results and then doesn't matter what they say or think. So I think that was my biggest, that's my biggest takeaway in general with Matt is, you know, people didn't expect there, didn't think it's like, oh, but I don't know. And it's just, you know, he went to Temple. He told me he was going to start playing by a sophomore year. He was going to start by a sophomore year. And I was like, all right, okay, dude. And then he did. And then, he, you know, did everything he thought he was going to do. It all worked out. And I'm sure it's, you know, because one, he worked hard, two, he believed in himself. And I think that's important. Got to block out the noise. Block out the noise. And then... So that was probably my biggest takeaway. Also, the best thing about Matt is he hasn't changed since he got to the NFL. Like, he's just the same dude. Just, you know, cool. Like, still, you know, treats everyone well. Like, keeps to himself. He's a quiet guy. And I think that's something I respect about him, too. Because I know stories, you know, from other people. If someone starts getting success, it all goes to their head. And they kind of become an asshole. But, you know, that's not the case with him. And I think that's, you know, something that I think other people should strive for as well. To, you know, be the same person whether you're having a lot of successes or a lot of failures, you know, or whatever, just, you know, be true to yourself. And I think he definitely does that. Now for journey one, his albums, I said, is coming out. He told me mid May was the most recent thing. Definitely get it. I've, you know, I've been a fan of, you know, we've been friends since he, you know, moved to my town. I've always liked his music. Um, I think my biggest thing is just in general, it's probably like an overarching music thing, but I think, you know, and I think I touched on it as well, is there's not like with music, especially hip hop, whatever, there's not this natural like linear progression. You know, you might be doing shit for years and it seems like you're not getting anywhere, but then all of a sudden that one thing might just pop and that's what and then everything like takes off. It's just, you know, your career just exponentially shoots up. You know, that could happen. It might never happen. 
you know, maybe there is like a slow and steady grind up and then, but there's always going to be that something. And I think that's the toughest thing. You know, a lot of people, when you're doing something that's kind of a slow grind, you know, if you're not seeing that, if you're not seeing something that you view as progress, that's going to turn you off from it. That's going to kind of, you know, push you away. Like, Oh, like, you know, I'm just not good at this. It's not working out. I think, uh, you notice a lot of people doing that. They'll try something and then they give up on it pretty quickly because they're not seeing any, you know, type of success at all, you know, after, you know, only a few months or only a few tries or whatever. And they just, that's it. But I think in order to be a successful artist, you have to just no matter what, like, I'm just going to keep trying, keep trying to market myself, keep making music, keep trying to improve. And yeah, that's something too, is like music. You could always tell, like you listen to people's stuff from three years ago to now, they're obviously getting better. So it's, it's just being committed to it and staying hungry and keeping on the same track, even when you feel like you're not getting the notoriety or the success or the accolades or any, you know, the things that you feel like you deserve, because it's not always going to be a linear progression to where you want to be. So that's with Le- with Levon, you know. I think I like he's my friend, and I with my friends when they do stuff, I always I want to support them with those kinds of things no matter what, because I feel like you know it takes a lot to put yourself out there. If you start your own business, you know that's a risk. If you're trying to be a musical artist or and you know literally anything, if you're an athlete, that's obviously a struggle. Like you know people who are doing stuff like that. I mean I respect anybody's doing. It. Like I said, even my friends who are you know they're studying for CFAs, they're. Uh, taking coding classes to try and do whatever, you know, I just, I want to support people. And if they're my friends, I'm, I try to support them and encourage them to pursue those things. Because like I said, like they're taking control of, you know, their life and trying to pursue what they want. But I genuinely, I genuinely do think that, you know, his music is, uh, Journey's music is very, very good. And that's why, I, I mean, I posted about it before and I mean, I'd probably do that anyway. But I just think, I really do think, you know, at some point, like some, like he's going to meet the right person or the right person's going to play his shit or something like, you know, so I, I feel like I try to almost encourage him in a way and more outwardly show my support just to try and, you know, show him that people, you know, like he's on the right track. He definitely is. Um, so I definitely think things will work out for him. But, you know, I definitely would think, you know, like, he probably, you know, he's been doing it for a while and, you know, he's, he has been slowly like, you know, his music's been improving. He's been getting better like every project he puts out. Um, but I'm sure it gets frustrating and you feel like, you know, a couple years and you should have the success. And I think also outside looking in, you see someone all of a sudden they come out of nowhere and you're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, that person just came out of nowhere, but you don't really see that whole three, five year build up or just of them of getting nowhere before shit finally popped off. You know, and then once you're in it, I feel like it's you know, a whole different animal. So like those are probably my two biggest takeaways. Let's go on my computer. Relax over there. All right. Um I think that's everything I had to say about that. Get the get the new project. Dreadlock Shoddy. It's funny that I'm saying shoddy. Uh, he played, he also, I should say this, he, after we did the interview, we, you know, we were hanging out that night, he did play some of it for me and it was very, it was very, very good. He played me like, I don't, he didn't play me the whole thing, but he played me about maybe half of it. Really good. So I can actually say that I've heard it and it's good. I'm not just, you know, making an assumption. 
And in his interview, get to the end and listen to his verse on that song. They don't know. It's literally the most fire verse ever. It actually, I've been badgering him for years about getting that on streaming services. Like if he just got that on Spotify or Apple Music, like I guarantee that would get on a playlist or something. If you, just someone, the right, like the right person hears that song, I guarantee it, it's a good song. Like, you know, the guy G and Dollar Baby, like, you know, they're like Dollar Baby, like modern day generation. You know, their music's very good too. That they've opened, for, I think they were opening for Blueface or something or were going to and then it got canceled or whatever. But they were like with Fetty Wap for a while. I saw Adam 22 was saying he, you know, fucked with their music. Like those are those are three good guys. It's a great song. It's I don't know. It's a shame that it's a random YouTube video with a great great uh, very well produced music video as well, and it's not any streaming service. It's ridiculous. So somebody fix that. I don't know who's got to fix that, but somebody's got to fix that because that song's song's a banger. Okay, just took a little pee pee break. I also realized. I was, uh, I feel like I was talking fast. I'm very caffeined up right now. I need to. All right. Oh, but the bad thing is, this is where I'm about to start when I say the Thursday therapy. The therapy is about to come. I'm going to be talking so fast. I'm probably going to be screaming. You won't see it. I'll be using my hands. The, the Guido will be coming out. I'll be using my hands. I'll be yelling. Talking a million miles a minute. <laughs> so maybe I'll have to tell people to <laughs> play it at half speed. Because <laughs> so I'll be talking too freaking fast. <laughs> All right. And I need to talk about this. Because this needs to be fixed. It's been pissing me off for legit years. Ever since I started working. It's just something has to be done. I'm literally going to petition de Blasio. To fix this because it's it's insane. Buffets. I'm gonna talk about buffets. In I don't know if it's like it everywhere, but you know I, I I'm in the Big Apple. I live in the the big city. I work in New York. I work in finance. Yeah, like whatever. I work in finance. And in New York. There are a lot of places they have like everything. They'll be like sandwiches. They'll be like sandwich line, salad line, uh, like a I don't know how to say the bibimbap. I don't know how to bibimbap. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? They have a million different lines, and there's a buffet, hot buffet. I get so triggered that the buffet you pay for your food by weight. Why do you pay by weight? Because it, it forces me to have to, like, I can't get the food I want. Like, you have to, like, if I, if I want if I want a vegetable and I want to choose between, oh, I really want Brussels sprouts, but Brussels sprouts are heavy. So I'm, like, sacrificing the price. I'm, like, I have to get less food. It's not more food. It's just heavier food. So I got I got to get spinach. I got to get kale cuz it's lighter. That's bullshit. You can get a whole uh, thing filled with just like lettuce. It'll cost you like $5. Being filled with like a quarter of the way with Brussels sprouts it's a $1000 like your life savings. It's insane. 
I spend so much money. If I spend under $20 at a buffet, I like, I'm so happy like about myself. Like I'm like so proud of myself. It, it brightens my day. If I'm able to figure out a way to get enough food, cause I have no self-control. I go there and I want to te- like test taste everything. So I'm, all right, I'll get some of this, some of that, some of that meat, some of those veggies, the potatoes and, and I'm trying everything and trying to keep it under 20 bucks. is a nightmare. I spend so much money. It's a, it's insane. So much money. If I spend under 20 bucks, so proud of myself. Gonna go broke. And it's but it's ridiculous. Like if I I want say I want a meatball. I'm Italian. I'm a Guido. I love meatballs. But meatballs are heavy. They're dense. Why do I get screwed? Because of dense food. There's gotta be a way. There's gotta be a way to do it by like volume. Why do I gotta pay by weight? It makes no sense. It's so expensive. And it's the same no matter where you go. No matter what place I go to, it's the same thing. I spent like $23 every time. Which makes me look fat. On top of that, that I'm paying $23 for food from a buffet, that makes you look like I'm fat. Another thing that pisses me off, and I actually stopped going to this place like a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Because then there's a new, people know like there's that new mall. I work right by the Hudson Yards Mall that just opened up with the stupid beehive it's called the vessel. It's like literally just looks like a giant beehive and it's little, it's just stairs. You just walk up to stairs and there's nothing there but more stairs and you get to the top. You're, okay, cool. I just walked a bunch of stairs. Now you got to walk. There's no elevator. You got to walk down the stairs now. It's, it's, I, I don't know why they got to spend tens of millions of dollars on that, but that's what they did. But anyway, there's places I can get at the mall now. So I don't go to this other place. This other place, a lot of times I'd get a salad and I'd be like, oh, salad's not enough. So I'd get a little extra something from the buffet. I'd get like, you know, piece of chicken or two, maybe some veggies or something. I don't know, but I want to get a little extra. And actually, even though I say I want to get a little extra, it's, it runs my bill over 20 freaking dollars again. But the people at the register, I'll go on the salad and I'll put the little shit I got from the buffet on the scale. It's just me, nobody there. And they give me two sets of utensils as if I'm buying food for two people. Like, you see me. It's just me. Like, are you implying that you think I'm a fat ass? It's just like, I kind of, it's kind of insulting, honestly. I always look at the person funny. Like, what? Why, why do I need two? Why are you giving me two? I can't have a salad and an extra piece of meat. That's too much. You think someone's just only eating one piece of chicken and I went to get it for them? They didn't come to get it themselves? Do I look like someone? Some, bleh, bleh, bleh. Good thing about a podcast is you can edit when you when you mumble over your words like that. But I'm going to keep that. But yeah, it that I get very 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 insulted when they do that to me. I almost want to throw it back at them, but I feel like that'd be assault, so I don't. But it's just it's insulting, very insulting. Oh, and the other thing, ugh, I feel like I shouldn't talk about this. People at work, it has to do with work. Eh, I'll say it. I, I'm all right. In my office, we are in this new office. We moved to, you know, semi recently, and there's a cafe in the office. So they have like sandwiches, salads. They have, you know, hot food thing, even though every time it's just salmon. They have salmon every day. Every single day, there's just salmon. I don't, I don't know why they can't switch it up, but there's always, there's two different kinds of things, and it's salmon every day. 
uh, must I've never had it and I hope it's the best salmon ever it's probably not but but anyway so the food there is not good but it's good enough if you don't want to leave and it's just, it's just a trap to make you stay in the office that's why all those companies do that because they just don't want you to leave so they give you all these things in your office and you stay forever it's a trap it's a trap so the salad line there's this one guy I'm not going to describe him in any way but people I'm sure people I work with if they listen to this I hope most of them aren't because I don't want to get in trouble I'm going to get in trouble but there's one guy who sure he's a nice guy sure he's a great dude probably love to get a beer with him hang out with him shoot the shit but this guy he makes a set he'll do the salads not every single day most days I go to get a salad and I'll be like oh okay yeah I'll get spinach salad he puts spinach in alright what do you want uh I'll do mushrooms this guy will legit count pretty counting how many mushrooms he gives me so he doesn't give me one extra like he he brings his face really close to the tongs and is if he takes he feels like he takes too much he kind of drops some he does it with everything and I'll be, I just look at him like are you serious dude and he just looks at me waiting for me to pick the next thing I just, uh I'll have chickpeas and then he goes take chickpeas and he's like oh I took too much and he drops some of it because he, he took too much like bro why are you measuring how much you're giving me What's your deal? It's not your money. Like in general, like places like Chipotle, sometimes people do that. Like they're concerned about not giving you too much food. It's not, you don't own the place. You're not losing money. It doesn't come out of your pay. Why Why are you, what's wrong with you? Just get, Just take a scoop. If you give me one mushroom extra, if I get a couple extra chickpeas, it's cool, man. I won't tell anyone. I'll keep that between us. You could give me a couple extra things of peas. It's fine. It really is. And on top of that, the worst thing, so I get so mad and people who know me know I'm an angry, I'm a short, angry Italian man. I'm not that short. Take that back. I'm not short. I'm tall. I'm average height. Average height, hairy Italian man. But I get angry. So I get really mad at this guy, especially with food. Like, dude, don't mess with my food. So he's like giving me, I'm like, why am I paying for this? You're not even giving me a full serving of everything. It's just, it's just insane. So then the worst part is I get mad and I want to just yell in his face. Be like, dude, just can you relax and just give me whatever? And stop counting what you're giving me. But this guy looks so scared. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if he does it to everyone. I don't know if he, I just look angry when he's doing it. And then he gets, this guy has, he just looks at me confused and just with fear in his eyes as he counts the amount of chickpeas he's giving me. So I feel bad. Like, I don't want to yell at him. Like, this guy, like, that, I don't know if he can handle it. That might be it for him. That might put him over the edge. Like, I don't know. He looks, like, he looks sad. I, I can't even yell at him. This is terrible. So I just, I stopped getting food there because I eventually learned my lesson for that happened 20 times. And it wasn't even good anyway on top of it. But I hate when people do. People do that at Chipotle and other places too. But the the worst, 
is when people look people when they look at you confused. Why are you confused? What what's confusing? You make salads for people every single day. Monday through Friday, you're making salads for people. The ingredients are always in front of you. They're pretty much the same every day. And you probably had 20 people before me say what they wanted. Like you see it's there. Why are you what's what is confusing about me saying chickpeas? Mushrooms. Chicken. Why are you looking at me like, I, like I'm speaking another language? I don't understand that. I never understand that. Although what's, what's way worse than that is when you see other people ordering and they're confused. Like I get some places, like you've never been there, you'd be like, oh, what, like, what is it? Oh, okay, cool. Like, and once they explain it to you, you're like, all right, you're good. But some people just, they order and they're just beyond confused. And I just, it's like, if you never ordered a sandwich before, man, just like, just order it's salami, provolone, like I want mayo and it, I, I don't understand. And they, you don't have to lean over. Like there's a sneeze guard and they'll lean over and put like, put their hand in the food. Like, dude, just order the food. Whew, okay. I'm calm. I think that's my main thing I think I wanted to harp on that's been really eating me up inside. Oh, actually, one other thing happened the other day. This this is funny. So I have the laundry. I have the washer dryer in my basement. That's where I do laundry. And <laughs> the washer dryer is where my laundry happens. And so... The worst, the absolute worst thing. Doing laundry itself sucks. If it's in your apartment, if it's in where you live, it's great. It's so easy. But when you have to go somewhere else, even if it's just another floor to do your laundry, it's a nightmare. And I hate it and I never want to do it. I literally like paid my roommate in college. I paid Kevin to do my laundry and that led to him starting his own laundry business because I hated going somewhere else to do my laundry. I literally never did my laundry once my senior year of college because he did it for me. But... The worst thing ever is when people don't take their shit out, like in time. So then, you know, I'll have my stuff in the wash, uh, go down when it's done, take it out. I'm going to go put it in the dryer. I open the dryer, like both dryers, like I could, they're done. Or like one's running, one's done, but the one that's done, like there's stuff still in it. So I go to open it and it's girl's clothes. Oh, that's the most nerve wracking thing. Cause then you got to make that decision. You're like, should I, do I just wait? Do I, I don't want to touch like her, like the under, like you see the under, I don't want to touch her underwear, but I don't want to sit here. My clothes are wet. Like I can't leave them wet. So what am I going to do? You kind of like, you're indecisive. I sit there and wait and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of like panicking inside. And I'm, should, should I do it? Should I take her clothes out? Oh, but what if she comes down and, and, and like I have like, like what? Imagine if. It's definitely happened to people before. Imagine if you're taking a girl's clothes out of the dryer as a guy and you have her panties in your hand and then she just walks and you just look at her and you just make eye contact like a, uh, it's not what it, it's not what it looks like. Like she'd be like, dude, like, why do you have my underwear in your hand? Like that, I was coming down. Like, why couldn't you just wait? Like I can't, I can't deal with that. I can't handle that conversation. 
Like I'm nervous talking about it. That would freak me out. So it's like, I have like a, I'm like freaking out. Like, do I do it? Do I do it? Do I do it? And I like, look, and I'm like looking at the door. Cause like the elevator's right there. So I'm like looking at it. Like, is someone to come? Is someone to come? Do I do it? And I, it's ha- I've had to do it. I do it so fast. I'm like, like taking all this clothes, like throwing it out, throwing it out, put my clothes in, put the thing in, I run upstairs. Just, I don't even want that. Even if, even if I was just walking out while they were walking in and they could just tell that I had done that, that's too much. Like that's the worst, you know, it's just, oh man, can't, can't let that happen. But it happens all the time. And if it's a guy's clothes, I don't care. If it's a guy's clothes, I'll just take it out and just be whatever. Like, oh, dirty underwear, whatever. I don't care. It's a dude. It's just whatever. But a girl, it's like, She's gonna think I'm the creepiest guy. Like she's gonna, well, like she's gonna be like, he, did he steal one of my things of underwear? Did he steal my clothes? Like was he smelling them? Like I, I can't have someone thinking that. And what if she's cute? Then I'm gonna like throw up if she calls me out. She's like, oh, and she's like, oh, like were you just like playing with my? I will just puke right there. I'll be so scared to be like, oh my god, this girl's cute. She thinks I'm creepy. And I'll just puke. That's it. It's a nightmare. Literally had to do that last weekend. I just, I stared at the dryer for two or three minutes just should I do it 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 just for two minutes straight and they're just okay I'm gonna do it and I did as fast as I could and just got the in and out got out of there she didn't see me but wow was it a nerve-wracking like minute 30 seconds of me doing that whole thing the struggles man the struggles of the big city the windy city so windy here. All right. Enough ranting. Relax, Chens. Chill out, bro. Um, so another thing I'm going to try to do, this will be like a segment because I figured I'm going to be super negative all the time and just complain about things like I just did and talk a million miles an hour. I'm still catching myself doing it. So... I'm going to try to do a positive news story every time. Every week, one positive news story. I'll look. I'll try to find something just so, you know, not everything is bad. You watch the regular news and it's just everyone's getting murdered. And that's it. That's the news. I don't know why people watch the news because it's literally just, and then this guy got run over by a Mack truck. Okay. Here's Stacy with the weather. Okay. You're going to get a hurricane. Back to you, Timmy. Hey, now we're here and let's talk about sports. Every New York team just lost yesterday. Great. Back to John. Okay. Uh, old lady fell down a flight of stairs. She's in critical condition. Okay. That's it. That's the whole thing. So, I'm going to do some positivity. Because there's been a lot of negativity so far. So, my positive news story is... I'm going to pull it up so I can see it. Oh, nope. That's not it. Here we are. I think this is good news. World's first malaria vaccine to go to 360,000 African children. And I believe it's in Ken- yeah, Kenya and Kenya and Ghana. Obviously, malaria is a very big deal. Big issue there. We are fortunate not to deal with it here. They have to deal with it there. And the first vaccines ever says it's going to be for, they're going to start vaccinating children under two in those two countries. That's where it's going to start. And uh, this is like the World Health Organization is doing this. Um. So, yeah, I think that's good news because that's obviously, you know, something that they have to deal with that we're, again, fortunate enough not have to. And hopefully that, you know, leads us on the path of, you know, someday they won't have to deal with those kinds of issues in other parts of the world. 
Actually, I don't know if that was a great news story, like for a positive news story, because anti-vaxxers are not going to like that news story. I maybe should have thought of a different one. I'm trying to be inclusive and have something positive for everybody. But anti-vaxxers definitely don't think that's positive. So I'll have to work on that for next time. But I think it's a positive. Apparently, I just watched, I just consumed Joe Rogan podcast and he loves talking about anti-vaxxers and the people are like, yeah, like anti-vaxxers are making a comeback and blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, people are getting measles now. So it's on my mind. The anti-vaxxers are out there somewhere. Maybe they're all listening. Um, okay. I don't know. What else? Uh, sports, I guess. I'm just gonna talk about, I'm just talking about random shit now. I'm trying to hit an hour. That's my goal. I'm at like 50 something minutes. I'm trying to get like around an hour, give or take. So I'm going to try and like do like news things and whatever's going on. Something going on me, something going on with the world, whatever. Um, sports, I guess, NFL draft. I was addicted to Giants fans reaction videos and tweets to them picking Daniel Jones brought me to tears every time. Just people just losing their minds, breaking stuff, just collapsing, crying, people just tweeting that they wanted to die. I love it's It's hilarious. I don't even have a problem with Giants fans, but it's just, it was just funny. Like just seeing everyone having a mental breakdown. It's just, I got a kick out of it. And then uh, I have two teams. I have two teams now because of Matt. I grew up a Jets fan, but I've been more of a Skins fan because of him. I think both of them had pretty good drafts. Redskins thought they were going to end up trading up to get Dwayne Haskins. They stayed put and still got him. That was great. So then they traded back in the first round and got someone else. So Sweat, who's supposed to be very good. So good draft for them. Jets kept their pick. You know, they were trying to trade down. And I like Quinn Williams. I think he, you know, he's everyone's people are saying that he was probably the best person in the draft. I would have liked for them to draft someone that was more of a need, like Josh Allen, because they really need a pass rusher, which they got pass rusher in the later rounds, like the third, I think they got a pass rusher. But Josh Allen was on the board. He was one of the best players, top pass rusher. Uh, I would have liked him, but Quinn Williams ever and actually that's how I felt. But then once I saw that video of Quinn Williams sneezing. And then blessing himself and then thanking himself, I was like, all right, I like this guy. So I'm ha- very happy with the pick now. But at first I was kind of like, ah, good pick, but might have been better to go for like what they needed the most. But then he sneezed and that changed everything. So I'm on board with that. And then NBA playoffs, Dame Lillard has ice in his veins. He's a bad man. Love Dame Lillard. One of only two basketball jerseys I own, Dame Lillard Rip City jersey. The other one I own is a Steph Curry jersey, but, but, but I got it Christmas that first year they won the championship. So I feel like that's early. I mean, I can't wear it now because I just look like I'm a front runner, but at the time that I got it, it wasn't as much of a front runner move. It was mostly just because I like Steph Curry. So don't accuse me of being a front runner. But yeah, those are my only two jerseys. So Dame Dame Lillard. Also, guy makes uh, his rap name is Dame Dalla. Great rapper as well. Just underrated player. Had a crazy game. Hit that last shot. Just waved goodbye. That was awesome. Even though I like Russell Westbrook too. I think Russell Westbrook gets a bad rap. 
Although he he hasn't been winning, so I guess I can't really. You know, not a good time to be supporting him. I guess be backing him up. So yeah, Dame Miller's a bad man. Uh, but obviously, CJ McCollum closed out the game seven. Both those guys are pretty underrated, uh, I think. And I'm recording this after that game, but before the Sixers Raptors game seven. Uh, hoping the Sixers pull it off. I got money on them. Uh, praying that Ben Simmons can actually hit a damn jumper. Dude has 10 feet from the basket, nobody around him, and he's scared to shoot. Somehow, Sixers fans gave Markel Fultz shit, but Ben Simmons gets a pass for being legit scared to shoot anything outside three feet from the rim. Some games he shows up, some games he doesn't. Praying he shows up. All right. Uh, Oh, so one last thing, I guess, news. The Met Gala was the other week. And I don't know if there's anything I hate more than the fucking Met Gala. Some people looked cool. Like Kaepernick, I thought looked cool. Haley Bieber and Kendall Jenner looking pretty good. Some people, and like Kanye Frank Ocean, like pretty much just dressed normal. Fine, whatever. Two things, my two main issues. One, most people dress like assholes. And then the theme this year was camp, which like most people I bet, or I hope most people, otherwise I'm an idiot. I thought it was like going camping. Like they were going to dress in like army camo shit. But camp apparently means just like dressing crazy. But isn't that the theme every year? So it's like, oh, you can just dress crazy, but now there's no theme. So just everyone could just dress like a total asshole now instead of an asshole, but in a theme. And then the biggest asshole was Katy Perry. She dressed like a chandelier and then changed it to a giant cheeseburger. That video, though, with J-Lo was looking at her like, oh, uh. Hey, Katie. She's like, oh, hey, J-Lo. Get j- hopping into a giant cheeseburger before she goes out, making sure she looks good in her cheeseburger. I, if I ever was cool enough to get invited to that thing, I would just go in sweatpants and a t-shirt. And the funniest thing is people would say that was cool. They'd be, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's so trendy that he showed up in really shitty clothes. Ooh, that's so edgy of him. Like, so he's just dressed like a douchebag. People love it. It's stupid. Fuck the Met. And then none of those people, I'm pretty sure none of those people even actually donate it's supposed to be charity but none of them even really actually donate money to the met it's like somebody else like the people i think that i heard the people that do their outfits pay for it because they want to show off their outfits whatever fuck Katy perry although there was that thing of Katy perry looks totally different now I didn't notice that she looked different in that thing, but there was that one picture of her that was going viral where she just didn't even, she just looked like a totally different person. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice that actually. I should have checked that out. I'm trying to lean back so I don't breathe into the mic. All right. I guess just end it. Um, so I've been doing with the interviews, I've been starting, I didn't do it. With Matt and LaVon, because those are the first two ones I did. I did them like a few months back. But everyone since then, I've done a few since then, trying to like have a few in the tuck ready to go. So I'm not kind of behind in the interviews, playing catch up. But I've been starting, I've been starting every interview with a, would you, would you rather, oh my God, no, with a two truths and a lie. 
Um, just because I don't know. I thought that would be interesting. Maybe learn something about someone you didn't know was true. They say two things that are true. And one thing's like, oh, like I didn't know that about you. Talk about that. Just thought it could lead to something tr- true. And it's like a game. I can try to see how many I can get right. So, but then I ending them. I'm ending them with like music recommendations. So I asked the person, you know, before the interview, hey, come, you know, recommend a song or an artist or someone that, you know, maybe people don't know or, you know, people should be paying attention to or something like whatever you're listening to now. Because, you know, like I said, I'm into music. I have the, I don't think I even said this in the beginning. I have the Big Bad Wolf playlists, which are just, I do 20 new songs every week, workout playlists just to get hyped for the gym, hyped to do work, whatever. It's not like hyped up rap, which I listen to a lot, but it's like kind of, it's not everything I listen to. So I'm kind of like, I would like to make other playlists and maybe I will not like banger rap music all the time. But so I've been making those and I just figure, you know, it's a good way to get the music going in there as well. Um, so I'm going to, I guess the end of mine, like these things, I'll just talk about like what recent music that just came out that I like people should listen to. Now the problem is because of like stupid copyright laws, I am so scared to put the audio in the podcast because I feel like it somehow is going to get taken down because you can't use any, even it makes no sense. It's like promotional use. People might never have heard it. They hear it on a podcast. They like it and they listen to it. Now you get money from the streams, but some things people will get their shit taken down because of the music. I don't know. Some people will play music and I don't know how they're able to and not get it taken down, but then some people get it taken down and I just don't want to deal with that. So until I figure out if there's a way for me to play it and not have to worry about it, I'm just going to, list a few new albums or songs or whatever that I've been listening to that came recently came out that I like and I think people should also listen to and it's not all going to be hype rap music some of it will be chill like you know aren't listening a lot of R&B and neo soul you know because I'm super hipster stuff like that so one, obviously, the big one, Schoolboy Q albums, just Schoolboy Q's album just came out. Very good. Song Crash is amazing. I'm listening to that on repeat. And actually, I love him, but his last album was kind of eh for me. So this album being very good was, you know, made me happy. Uh, Pivot Gang, which is a group in Pivot, P I V O T, gang, group in Chicago. I think Saba is the main person he's like the only person i know i think he's like the front man of the group and then it's like his people he's like friends or like cousins or something like that are the rest of the group but it's more like hipster chill rap i guess i don't know i like it the whole album front to back is very good there's not a song on i don't like it's a fairly quick listen it's like 40 minutes so that's very good um matt martians so Matt Martians, he is in the group The Internet. You might have heard of them. And they were all like kind of associated with Odd Future, which is like why I probably know them. Um, he's like one of the you know main frontmen of the group. And they the people on the group, they all make their own music as well. They'll make solo albums, do group albums. So this is the newest solo album. It's kind of like electronic jazz type stuff. Um, but it's it's good. I like it. It's something different. So maybe try it. I don't know if people like that kind of music or not. And then the last one is Rico Nasty's album. I think it's Rico Nasty and Kenny Beats is the producer, like executive producer whole thing. Uh, really good. It's 
think the only like the I only really like blah, 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 blah. I only really like the like the front half mostly. It's pretty short, but I like the first like handful of songs. But I'm talking about oh I don't want to listen to bangers. Those songs are bangers. They're like just like they're like EDM rap kind of songs, and they're just super aggressive. And one of the songs is uh. Like it pretty much just rips the. It's just the dirt off the shoulder, dirt off your shoulder beat by Jay Z. It's literally just that beat. I don't, I don't know if it's even any different, but she just has a whole song where she just uses that. I think the song's called Hove, which makes sense. But I don't know how she was able to just pretty much sample the song exactly as is. But but dude, it's a banger, man. Shit bangs, bro. Like it's fire. Yeah, listen to it. It's fire. Okay. I think I'm at an hour. It looks like. All right. I have no clue if that was any good. Literally no idea. I just did that all the way through. Took one break to make peeps, but that's it. I feel like I talked really fast. I was talking. I literally just was staring blankly at my wall and my boxes of apparel that people won't buy. Please buy it. Um... So I, I'm going to listen back and I hope it's good. Um, if you are listening to this, it means I posted it, which means I thought it was good enough to do for the first time. I assume I'll get better. Um, I hope people keep listening. I would really appreciate it. Please, maybe I'll try to find a way to get people involved. I'll like find ways for people to write shit into me on Instagram and I'll like include like people who listen in on the podcast somehow. I'll come up with a creative way. Um, but the last thing is, Please, like, obviously, if you made it this far, you listen to it, which I appreciate. But please, whatever, if you use iTunes, I'm gonna try. I'm trying to have it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I don't know what else, but like, those like the three big ones. I'm trying to have it on all of those. Hopefully, it is on all of them by the time you're listening to this. Please, just like listen and download, subscribe, just rate and review it, especially like on iTunes. Just give it five stars and just say it's great. Maybe I'll give people free apparel so I can get rid of some of it to certain people who do that. Like if I got, if I got a hundred five star reviews, cause also the way like it works is like, there's that new and noteworthy section in order to get on that. Like if you just have like a, a big handful of people rating it five stars and giving it reviews, then they'll put that, put it in, they'll put it in people's faces. So like, I think you, I forget how many weeks it could be in the new and noteworthy. I think it's eight to 12. So if I, if there are a lot of people listening and downloading, a lot of people subscribe, a lot of people are giving it five star reviews that will help get it in people's faces and have people listen to it. And obviously that's the ultimate goal is to get more, gain more listeners. So if people could, I would be, even if you don't like it and this is the last time you listen to it, if you still just hit subscribe and then just give it a five star review, and you don't want to ever listen to it again. I mean, that I would still very much. I would, I would appreciate that almost more than anything because I mean, you're still just supporting me, even though you think I suck. So please, just you know, I'm trying something. I don't know if it's going to be good. It could suck and not work out, but I'm trying to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. You know, trying the workout stuff and training people then workout programs trying video content trying the podcast now 
making the playlists, making apparel, you know, I'm just trying whatever I can, random things, seeing if anything works and whatever works, that's what I'm going after. But this is obviously, you know, I'm trying it, so I'm hoping it works. So if people are listening to it, people like it, please just subscribe, rate and review, you know, I'll try to do something to say thanks or give, send things to people. Like, I mean, they would really mean a lot to me if people did that. Okay. Hopefully that doesn't suck that bad. Um, all right. Peace out. Oh wait, last thing. Tyler, the creator's album, Igor is coming out this Friday, May 17th. It is going to be the greatest album of all time. And that's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's an objective fact. He's going to win the Grammys, every Grammy. He's going to sweep all the... He's going to win the country Grammy. He's going to win the EDM Grammy. He's going to win every Grammy. And if you don't think so, you're wrong. So you're going to listen to it. You're going to love it. And he's going to be considered the greatest artist of all time because he is. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Besides for that, even though that's really all that matters, I should just stop there. That's the only thing that matters. Igor is coming out May 17th. Tyler, the creator's new album. Going to be the best album ever. That's the only thing that matters.